Let's go. Alrighty. Two PTs, one podcast coming back again. And we are on episode 11 today. So today's is going to be quite a broad, yet I feel important subject, especially for me and Miles, as we generally, I think, have the same sort of understanding on what we would have. So today is going to be looking at supplementation and supplements and obviously picking what me and Miles feel are the best. And then in future podcasts, we're going to be looking into what we wouldn't go for and basically companies that are trying to steal your money. (laughs) That's one way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, that, that we can start that conversation another day. Could do a podcast on that, really. Yeah. But I think me and Miles both agreed on the fact that we needed to start this podcast by saying that supplementation itself is not vital. No. It's not unnecessary. It's not... It shouldn't replace a good, healthy diet. Yeah. These are these things are like the cherry on the cheesecake. It's the type of thing that you'll, you're going to add to an already good diet. Um, yeah. But saying that, there's not a lot of benefit. Um, there is a lot of benefits, obviously, coming with supplementation. That obviously can make things a little bit easier. Um, they are quite useful for, let's say, like things like efficiency. Stuff like that. I think it's also important to realise that supplementation isn't just your typical like pre-workouts and proteins. It literally covers every aspect. So sleep, energy, diet, recovery, even your hormones can be supplemented to make the situation better or help your progression. So obviously... The companies will look into issues within people's diet and regimes and think, oh, how can we improve this? Obviously, not all of it works, but if you pick the right company and you pick the right products for what you require, you can be pretty sure you're going to get a damn good product. Because I think we should jump straight in and say top three. Because we concentrate a bit more on in particular products. So I feel we have the same top three, but I'll let you go first. Right. So I, I would probably say my top three supplements is probably whey protein. There's actually some um, you can you can a little bit argue that whey protein is not a supplement because in the fact it's an abstract of milk. Um, better choose that. Creating monohydrates fuck ton of benefits and shit like that there's benefits from young children to old adults and it's such a cheap and subtitle use of that i think everyone should be really on um and i've gone with vitamin d now the reason why i've gone with vitamin d is because especially here in the uk uh we don't get a lot of sunlight we're all pale stuff like that i have no idea where my socks ends and starts um and especially in the UK, we don't get enough uh, vitamin D through the times around October and April. Um, so obviously we all know that vitamin D has a lot of benefits with obviously stuff like bone density and stuff like that. Um, and general obviously mood things. So definitely um, vitamin D would be a one that I would definitely recommend you taking as well. Yeah. 
I was going to say for mine, I have protein, creatine, and then I think the third one I'm a bit, I'm fluctuating a little bit between a multivitamin. So obviously it depends on the multivitamin you can actually get because I've got one from a company at the minute, but it's two separate tablets. So it's a vitamin and it's vitamins in one and minerals in another. Yeah. And then also I'm like fluctuating between caffeine. Obviously. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I was like the third one for me, I've got kind of vitamin D and kind of caffeine in there as well. Uh, the reason why I haven't put multivitamin in there as well, because I'm a little bit like, I, I'm a little bit topsy turning when it comes to stuff like that. Um, one, because if you're eating an already great diet, you can, already you kind of can whop a lot of these guys on drink, but um, you're going to get already kind of all the kind of nutrients that you need. And then on the other flip side, I've heard if you would need to get all the nutrients that you would need to provide the body with maximum stuff like that, you would have to get something like 21,000 calories, which 100, I'm not 100% sure that's completely true, but I've heard that in a few cases. Yeah. Um, and then on the obviously flip side of caffeine, caffeine is technically an illegal enhancing drug. Sorry, not illegal, illegal enhancing drug. Here on 2PT Podcast, we promote illegal stuff. No. Um, I didn't realise that the coffee was an, an illegal uh, drug market. <laughs> it should be for the things it does to me. Um, but yeah, just, caffeine obviously has a lot of benefits with stuff like alertness. Um, obviously, most people, or should I say most ingredients that involve pre-workouts obviously have caffeine quite high on top of there. Um, so ideally, really, if you want to go for a quite cheap, option you could go with caffeine yeah. but there's a t- there's the low low loads of top lot of benefits you could typically do a podcast on the benefits of caffeine and stuff like that um but yeah yeah so I'm, I'm, just my point with like multivitamins is the fact that it is super easy and if i'm in a day where so at the minute i'm fasting so i know at certain points i might not get the level that i require and obviously it's a bit different with vitamins in comparison to something else because basically if you take too much, I think it's apart from like vitamin C, which can actually screw you up a bit. If you overdose on certain vitamins, your body will just excrete it. So, yeah, so a little bit on that is the fact that, and that's the same with anything really. Um, I mean, if you drink too much water, what we're considering most of, we could tickle down ourselves to death. But, yeah, um, Technically, what happens is we we have a level of um, resilience to these kind of things like this. And if we consume over too much, obviously, yeah, bad things can happen to our body. Our body's only used to having like an optimal amount, but we can actually come resilient to the the food and things that we take. Um, from my understanding at the moment. Yeah. Me and Miles are doing the same. Well, Miles has done the nutrition course that I'm doing. <laughs> But like, I think we should start from the top. And obviously, protein in terms, it's not a magical like powder. It is basically there to supplement you if you do not get enough protein within your diet itself. So I normally take it towards the end of the day to just get the protein numbers up or take it as a post-workout just to get the protein in. Obviously, we can do the anabolic window or whatever it is another day but it's a bit crap 
But it is important to realise that protein itself will provide amino acids, which you can get through your food. Obviously, you have nine essential amino acids and 11 non-essential amino acids. And I don't want to talk about BCAAs yet, but you, you need to get the nine essential amino acids, especially leucine, from food and protein, if needs be. Obviously, this is going to be important to help muscle development through muscle protein synthesis, which you need about two to three grams per serving to optimally enhance and push for it. Now, there is a big debate going on in terms of whey protein to isolate. Obviously, so it is slightly higher in protein and it drops slightly lower in cows due to the carb drop. In terms of the powders themselves, I've had both. I now I'm not really that bothered. I think mine at the minute is 22 grams per serving and 105 calories. For the difference between the two, it's normally about four or five pounds more expensive depending on the brand. Get away protein, nice and simple. Yeah. Also the fastest digesting protein you can get in terms of a powder. And also as well, when it comes to the ratio to gram to protein, our whey protein has obviously the highest one compared to stuff like chicken and turkey. Yeah. Um, and also as well, like Mike just said, it is very fast absorbent. So it's going to get into the bloodstream a lot quicker, which obviously, especially if you're doing a hard workout, can replenish the gains. And it's also super easy. Because the fact it's super like chicken yeah. is you have to cook it, you have to prepare it, and you have to yeah. be able to store it. Yeah, it's very it's a very efficient kind of supplementation. Um, and also as well, if you're someone who is very fussy like me, you get a, a load of flavours with it. I mean, I've, I think my, my favourite at the moment is definitely got to be the chocolate mint, my protein. I've had pretty much salt of caramel from about four different companies, but I've got to say salt of caramel or toasted cinnamon cereal and that's either from ghost or rule one they pretty much taste exactly the same but rule one's a lot more cheaper no plugs no plugs just no none of us are sponsored by any (laughs) supplements um there are people interested by them now (laughs) but yeah um flavors yeah there's a there's a load of benefits with having whey protein in your diet obviously we've covered a lot of these and stuff like that um but the next one i'll list creatine now creatine um creatine has a lot of kind of mixed reviews now the science first of all creatine is the most researched um supplement ever i think there's been like a hundred thousand research articles and stuff like that there's shit tons of it on it and like that and Obviously, the clean ones are obviously stuff like uh, better producing of ATP, which is obviously the molecules that we need to produce energy. Uh, there are some, obviously, things about faster recovery. Um, it also, as well, helps you retain uh, water in the body, but in actually the muscle cells as well. 
So you don't obviously get that kind of bloated feeling that most people think. Um, it actually helps store water in the actual muscle, therefore obviously making you feel and looking a lot fuller. Um, I mean, they, they can go. There's a lot of benefits with age-related anything like osteoarthritis um, that you could literally go. I think it is a, definitely a supplement that I've not come through for any of my clients where I've gone like, no, you don't need creatine monohydrates. Um, I've even got my grandma on it. That's how much I believe into it. Um, and also as well, it's it dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Um, so first of all, what is creatine monohydrate? Um, creatine is obviously a type of ATP, which is obviously our energy producer system. You can find this in particularly stuff like red meat. Um, and you roughly, I would probably say, useless-wise, you probably need about five grams a day with no loading period. I know some people say you need a, I was a about load of that. What's your opinion on? Because I've heard, is it 20 grams for five to 20 seven? Gr- <laughs> uh, yeah, I have some, something like that, and then there's something with a two-week one. For me, there's, you don't need a loading period. Um as I mentioned before, five grams a day that, that get into your system for a couple of weeks seems to be the possible best effect. Um, there is one, and I mean just one, um, paper, can't remember the name of who wrote it, where they got a lot of rugby players involved. I mean, obviously, they gave to the ones where they stuck with the five grams a day, and then some of them they were giving up to like 20 grams a day. And the, the result that they found was. Um, create the the group that had the highest um, creatine amounts of the twenty grams had increase in male baldness. So obviously, since people have heard that, they obviously took the weight from creatine, thinking that they're going to go bald. Uh, that's for one. It's just one subject, so you can't yeah. believe on that. You have to wait until more subjects. But I've been on creatine since I was in the age of eighteen, and. Hopefully or not, I've still got a full flood of air. Yeah, I think it's also to, uh, also important to realise that you don't need to go for all these different styles and types of creatine. Monohydrate is absolutely fine. Yeah, I've heard so many hydrolyzed creatine and all these kind of different stuff. Monohydrate, easy comes as a white powder just don't take it through customs in a white bag or else they will pull you over thinking you are a cocaine trafficker and if anyone who is interested from the age of 18 and onwards and stuff like that um get ready for your mum to think it's some kind of steroids or something like that or cocaine like I think every person has had some judgment from their parents about supplementation. Just been like, what's this? It's just drugs. Everyone thinks you're on drugs if you're taking supplements. Yeah, I'll say it, yeah. It's just daft. Um, so we've covered Maltese and we've tro- uh, covered caffeine. If you just had to pick one more sup that you would want to put in, I'd, for you, I'd potentially say beta-alanine. Um, yeah, so actually, no, I wouldn't because I'm, I'm currently not on beta alamine. Beta alamine for me is a good, uh, first of all, we'll talk about beta alamine. So, the beta alamine is a kind of a good 
supplementation for pre-workout. Now, actually, the another ingredient for pre-workout is beta-alamine. It's kind of the thing that kind of gives you that tickling feeling in the uh, in the cheeks, um, which obviously kind of enjoys that adrenaline, makes you more focused and stuff like that. Um, now, actually, the other one I would probably recommend is, if I would, from the top of the that I mentioned, is zinc and magnesium. Um, yeah, ZMAs. So, thing for me when it comes to ZMAs, obviously we all know magnesium is a relaxing um, mineral. Um, it allows us to obviously increase our melatonin, which then also allows us to sleep. Um, zinc is also a really good thing for, let's say, cramping. So, if you're someone who suffers from cramping a lot due to muscle weakness, hydration, anything like that, zinc will be also a good one to have. Um, but there's, there's a lot of benefits on saying about recovery states um, and stuff like that. So it, for me, someone who might be working out every single day, a couple of football matches in the week, training sessions and stuff like that, or as we're doing all in this lockdown, a hell of a lot of runs. Um, zinc and magnesium, it could be a really good thing to help you just that kind of recovery state. Um, if not, try and you don't like that and you don't like the supplementation. Um, I know cherry tart juice is also a good alternate. And that's it. There's a load of benefits with it, with recovery and also sleeping thing. I was going to say, because my sleep option is at the minute ashwagandha. I'm not really that much keen on ashwagandha. Can't even pronounce it. <laughs> well, I, I take that in a minute, but then obviously Miles mentioned within their melatonin. So obviously melatonin is, re- is released from the body itself to help, like, as an indicator to help you sleep. But you can't actually buy it in this country, which is the weirdest thing for me. I've, like, when I used to be in the States, I think we bought a load for our flight home just to try and knock us out. But, no, it's weird how... I don't know why you can't buy it in the UK, but you can definitely buy it. In, you can buy it in lots of farms in the US. Yeah, they just, I mean, I'm not only with them sure that there might be some kind of, like we were saying before about that kind of like bell curve. If you have too much of it, it starts becoming like a negative effect. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of these kind of supplements do have kind of that kind of law of diminishing return effects with it where if you obviously, if you take too much of it, it starts going over that peaking period, and the more you have it, it becomes less effective, or caffeine negative to your level. Caffeine, yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, caffeine can obviously have its own podcast in the case of, obviously, you obviously your body becomes um, tolerance to it. Yeah. Obviously, if you have too much, it starts affecting things like your sleep, um, digestive system, all that kind of thing. It's just, I feel like you need to identify first what your issues, not your, not your issues, where issues. points are that you need, you might need to supplement. So obviously, I think your diet is going to be the most optimal one. So check your protein. Are you getting the protein levels in? No. Okay, I could look towards a supplementation of whey. 
which I feel, there's no issues. People that say that too much protein is going to hurt your body, that is false. <laughs> that is very false. And you need, if you've got an issue with energy levels, look towards caffeine options, but obviously assess your situation. You don't want to take caffeine too late in the day. And if you are training at night and you just need an energy level or energy level increase, look towards alternatives that companies will provide. So like a stimulant free. So this will take away the caffeine and help in terms of blood flow mostly, I think. Um, for me, when it comes to when it comes to supplements, it is very much a, a last resort. If you think about that little triangle um, of priorities, obviously you got energy balance right at the bottom, which is obviously the biggest part, and you got your macronutrients, uh, your micronutrients, obviously timing, and then the supplements, which obviously has the slowest demand. Now, there's only been a few times I can I can say that I've recommended a supplement over an actual natural food. Very rarely. The only times I've ever really done that if, let's say, it's coming too much of a stress to someone or they like you saying before, they're not getting enough amount because they've got other things. Now, obviously, like we've mentioned before, they're very time efficient. They can obviously... Like, you, you just got two scoops and they'll give you a shake, shake and away you go. Yeah. Um, but there would probably be the only times I probably would say, actually, to someone who might go from more of a supplementation more than the actual natural food. If it's causing you more stress to try to get that kind of food in, then supplementation could be also a good thing as well. Um, but also as well, like, even if some of these things don't have a lot of positives or if they actually have no truth to the actual matter. For example, multivitamins. Multivitamins has had always a kind of on on or off kind of thing where people kind of always disagree to agree with it. Um, but if it kind of gives you that kind of placebo effect that if you're taking a multivitamin tablet, that allows you to think that you're eating a lot better and it helps you eat better throughout the day. Um, yeah, that's a good option as well. I, think, I can't remember, I think I read this from like a James Smith, the, the audio book. Um, if a placebo works, then it works. Yeah. Some people definitely need it though. I know some people that their diets are just... Yeah. They are missing micros by a mile. Obviously, as every podcast pretty much leads to this, you control the variables. I think also, we should literally put that as one of the main. We should every time we put a point, we should just start with you control the variables. You control everything you do. Yeah. Um. You control what goes in your mouth. You control how much you move. You control what you do during your day. Like, well, you're limited at the minute, but like people are telling you to be in your house, but they're not telling you what you should be eating in your house. You can still go to the supermarket. You can still eat the, the healthy foods and get the micronutrients and the macronutrients your body needs. Obviously, if it gets to a point where you might need more protein, look towards the way. 
obviously caffeine levels really don't need to be that high exerting yourself like you normally would and I think it's important to realize where the stopping point is with it yeah and that comes through obviously for want of obviously stuff like papers have said but also as well a little bit of time and error um Obviously, for example, like myself, you know, I remember when I first started going on whey protein, I thought the more shakes I would have, the bigger I would have. Unfortunately, I did get bigger. I just started getting fatter and my belly started getting bigger. And obviously from there, I thought it was whey protein that was the reason why I was getting fatter. Now, obviously, a couple of years down the line, I know that obviously the whole calories was the main reason why I was obviously getting myself into a surplus at that rate. Uh, but 18, 18 year old miles did definitely did not know that at the time. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of these things. I mean, we could provide you with going for whey, creatine, multivitamin D, caffeine, and all that. Um, but it all like like we obviously we tried to keep explaining to you and stuff. Like it, it all depends on yourself. Mm. You everyone's got their own kind of and intolerance I, for example for me just because i'm a, a smaller human being my caffeine calorie intolerance will be different from someone who is six foot something so for me every time i just think about caffeine the effects are going to hit me immediately um where someone it might be a bit bigger of a bigger dose and stuff like that there is an equation you can calculator well there's an equation really with everything where you can calculate how much you can and need but i can't remember can't remember the top of my head um which is not a good thing well i think it's also a point of us being like where you've just said everyone's different in terms of tolerances everyone's different in terms of what they actually physically need you might need the same protein level as someone that is training six days a week and powerlifting when you're doing a run three times a week the protein requirements might be different and obviously if someone's going for that much protein they're physically not going to be able to eat it all so they might have to wait or isolate if you're physically already getting it from your food you're already there you don't need to fret and supplementing away it's just going to be your way of trying to compliment yourself and being like, oh, yeah, I'm having a weight. It's great. It's still calories at the end of the day. There's no difference. Like Miles just said then, you can take whey shakes all day long. Oh, yeah, it's protein, though. Yeah, but it, every gram of protein is four calories, like we assessed on the last podcast. So look at your situation first. Do I need this? No, I don't. Okay. Save some money. Obviously, we said I said at the start of the podcast that a lot of companies will be out to try and take your money, and that's right and wrong because some companies will provide excellent products for the people that actually need it, but then you have some companies that will create crap products like fat burners, which is basically just a caffeine source and a tablet, or these. Oh, skinny teas. Oh, no. 
Skin, uh, skinny teas. Drink one of these a day and you will gain nothing because you'll lose it all. Um, yeah, I mean, as much as there's good supplementations on the market, there's not already double or triple the amount of bad. Um, you look at things like, let's say, my protein, bulk powder, holler and ballot. There are tons. There's tons, as many supplements as there is, pretty enough foods and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've only mentioned on this podcast, I think about less than 10, um, that we would probably recommend. Now, I'm trying to contain how much I can go and throw into about skinny teas and stuff like that. Just don't buy them. Just a simple case of don't buy them because... If you want to lose weight, if that's the ultimate goal, a calorie deficit or engaging with your energy balance is the number one priority. That's why it's right in the big thing of that triangle, that priority triangle that we talked about before. That's why it's there with big neon letters. No things like green tea, skinny tea, or any supplements and all that is going to help with fat loss. Say weight loss because... Thing obviously we can flush away through different takes, but fat loss that's going to be down for calorie. Another one for me that gets a really big fat rap, which I agree with, is BCAAs, branch chain amino acids. Mm-hmm. Now I've had, I've had some of my teammates take them. I've had obviously stuff like my brother take them. I've had people in the gym take them, and even myself when I was younger, I took them. Yeah, I did. Now. BTSA, branching amino acids, is technically what protein is on a monocle level. This is literally what it is. It's branching amino acids. Leucine, now, leucine, valine. What was the last one? Leucine, isoleucine, valine. Carnitine. No, that's not right. No. Oh, yeah, there's one more. We'll figure it out by the end. I'll probably shout it out at a random point. Yeah. Um, now, if you are getting enough protein, so you're hitting your kind of one to two grams, um, so yeah, one to two um, times your body weight in grams or to pounds, um, or 2.5 times your weight in kilograms, stuff like that, then you're getting enough. Mm. If you are, let's say you're cutting, for example, then there might be a little bit where I might say BCSEs are point of things. As some people have obviously, when I've argued with them with that, I've mentioned that is a good way of obviously helping retain muscle mass. But for me, as the argument stands, if you're getting enough protein in, you don't need branching amino acids. Um, and the worst thing about it is they're expensive. They are freaking expensive compared to whey protein. Well, it's um, more of the nine as well, whereas you can probably for pretty much the same price now buy the EAAs, which is essential amino acids, which will provide you the nine. Yeah, people are still like, oh, I'll just get the four, it's fine. Also as well, in some pre-workouts, you do get BTSAs. BTSAs. Yeah, I know a lot BTSAs, of BTSAs, yeah. Leucine is obviously the optimal one you want for MPS, and 
I think the last three pre-workouts I've had, I've had it. I'll double check. Yeah, well, obviously, like you said, they're kind of mean ingredients. Obviously, pre-workouts mean ingredients and stuff like caffeine, beta alloin, leucine, PCSEs and stuff like that. Um, and if you buy them all in individual things, you're going to get them a lot cheaper. Yeah. But the matter of the hands is, that's what I mean. That's, you're always going to get a lot of opinions when it comes to obviously supplementations. Um, obviously, we can say all this stuff and all about VCSEs and all that, and someone could be knocking on my door saying, look, boom, evidence, or boom, here, opinion. Um, obviously, these are basic opinions on what we've learned over the time and what we've provided. So always take that in consideration whenever you're taking advantage of supplementations. Nothing's um, black. No, nothing is black and white. You're very right. I mean, you even think about like natural foods. How many times does, in certain terms, stuff like carbohydrates get hit, fats get hit? I think maybe protein's probably the, the one that hasn't maybe got a hit so far because you could argue that protein is a very or the most important uh, macronutrient. I feel like if you looked into like a vegan option though, that gets a little bit of a hit because obviously because of the sources, Yeah. if you bought a vegan protein, you don't actually get provided the nine essential amino acids. I think the amount of different food you, you need to eat to actually get the nine is like massive. Yeah. And that's what I think. I think like, that's probably a good thing that you mentioned that. So, Let's say veganism, stuff like that. Obviously, that is a bit of a subject, subject definitely for this manner and stuff like that. But uh, from my understanding of it as well, people who tend to eat a vegan diet aren't getting all them um, essential amino acids, especially through their vegan products. Um, so something like a supplementation for you probably would be a good way to go, especially if you're cutting out meat. Meat is obviously an excellent source of protein and stuff like that. There's a lot of things you're going to be missing out. Now, I am not saying don't do it. There's obviously a ton of benefits with all becoming fit, uh, veganism. But I would say if you were to do that, just make sure you're keeping things in check with obviously stuff like your protein intakes. Um, yeah, I think for me... That's probably everything that I want to talk about supplements. Like I said, we could go on for hours and stuff yeah. like that. I think without dragging it out too far and making it into a massive rant or either an essay on each of the supplements and stuff like that, the best thing to do from this, even after we've said this as well, is go do your own research on it. Have a look at the, the thousands and all particles on creatine, whey gene, and stuff like that, whey tea, whey protein, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, go and do it off your own back. Make sure you're reasoning into it. Um, the best analogy I would probably would say is if you were to get a Ferrari, you wouldn't put shit fuel in it. So don't put shit in your body. Just make sure that obviously you're looking at your diet overall before you start adding in supplements and stuff like that. That's my overall intake. Um, do you want to add on anything like that, Mark? 
No, I think we've, like, as a general star, I think we've done quite well. I think, obviously, as you said, we could go on for hours. So I think future podcasts will go and dive a little bit deeper into particular areas. So obviously, me and Miles aren't going to sit here and say that we're experts. But you're damn sure that me and Miles will go and find as much information as we can to aim to come back and provide as much information and value to you as we can. Yeah. And obviously, what we say is not black and white, as we've already said. We could sit here and say, this is the best product in the world. And someone can come along and say, no, it's the worst. Yeah. There it's- is always going to be an argument um, to everything everyone says. Yeah. So, obviously, like me and Miles have said, personally... For what we've said today, I'd go for the top two and say, if you're not getting enough protein in, look to supplement protein, because that is probably the biggest issue, I think, with people getting protein levels in. Yeah. And if you're not eating enough within your food, because obviously certain foods like chicken will have creatine, supplement creatine, super cheap, optimum nutrition, do it a cheap one, loads of companies do them. And... Yeah, don't yeah. It, put it in a. And shape. the reason why we haven't said stuff like the other the other kind at first top is because ideally we should you should be getting them from your nutrients and other thing your meals and stuff like that. The other one I would probably on top of what Mike just said, the one I would definitely recommend is probably vitamin D, especially if you're here in the UK. There is a hell of an importance with going outside and absorbing obviously that that light from the sun. I mean, um, that just invites me to tell people to go out and actually go. Yeah, don't don't go <laughs> sit in your back garden. That's what yeah. I'm advising you. I'm not advising you to stay out. Um, we are still pretty much in lockdown for we don't know how long. Um, but you've now got loads of time to research about all your favourite supplements and yeah. get many more opinions about why you should be taking them or why you shouldn't be taking them um but i feel like we'll end things on there yeah um hope you guys obviously enjoy the podcast uh, as always if you guys have any questions or any suggestions on any topics that we should be talking about on the podcast get yourself um involved give us a message on either one of our social medias uh, if you're watching this on the youtube channel Please like and subscribe to the channel and obviously share it with your friends. Make sure this obviously get this around. And if you're listening to on audio, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, make sure you let us know what you think. Uh, but we're going to end things now. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace. Legendary!